You are listening to the Purpose Church High School Ministry Podcast. Whether this is your first episode or you've heard them all, God has something to say to you. Our vision is to see every student everywhere following Jesus, and we hope this message helps you take your next step in your faith. To learn more about our high school ministry, visit our website, purposechurch.com HSM, and check us out on Instagram at purposehsm. We hope you enjoy today's episode. My name's Jazzy. If I haven't had the opportunity to meet you yet, um, I'm a life group leader here. I'm the junior girls life group leader. <laughs> yeah, and just so you know, I've, I've never really spoken publicly before. This is like my first time ever since literally like high school. So yeah, if you could just give me some grace with like my message and also my voice and yeah, just give me some grace today. But um little about me, I love Jesus, I love my family, and honestly, it's, it's just an honor to be here. I'm really, really excited to be able to speak to you guys tonight. Um, so let's, let's just go ahead and jump right in. And so the title of my sermon today is called Disciples Pray Without Ceasing. And I love this series because it really focuses on the why behind everything. And it focuses on the application of how we can use it in our everyday life. And so... Pastor Claire's mentioned this before, but now in the summer, since we've studied Mark, we now get to use this series to learn how to apply it to our everyday life. And so my goal for today is for you to just be able to walk away and want to resort to prayer and want to just use these resources that I'm kind of giving you and use it in like the life applications. Um, And so... As I mentioned, the title of my sermon is called, what is it called? Disciples Pray Without Ceasing, my bad. And so um, if we could turn our Bibles to 1 Thessalonians 5, 16 through 18, it reads, Rejoice always, pray continually, give thanks in all circumstances, for this is God's will for you in Christ Jesus. And honestly, I feel like this verse itself could summarize my entire sermon. Um, And so it really just encapsulates that praying without ceasing is focusing constantly on the things of God and being in constant communication with him. And so a little more about me. I have been able to go on a few missions trips throughout my life. And in August, I actually was in Africa. And so I had the opportunity at the beginning of August to go with a team from Purpose um, to Kenya. And out there, I was just immersed in creation and I was constantly surrounded by the Kenyans and the culture and being able to serve and just being out there I was so immersed in creation and because of that I got to be in constant communication with the Lord and it kind of reminds me of when we go out to camp and we're up at camp and we have like that camp high and we're just immersed in the creation and all of the nature out there and there's no distractions right and we get to be so communicative with the Lord and so Prayer reminds me that it's talking with God. It's a communication. And it's not just asking him for things, but it's actually a way we can connect with God and ask him to transform our hearts and transform the desires of our hearts. And so my first kind of like application today, it's more of an analogy, this first one, but I want you to think about when you're texting your best friend or somebody that you know really, really closely. And so imagine that I took the phone Do you think that you would notice something different? 
And so an example that comes to mind for me is when I would text my dad, I would text him about something and he would always respond and he would respond with okay, but it would be like O period K period. I don't know what the abbreviation is for, but he would always like respond like that. And so if somebody took my dad's phone and responded with like okay A Y, I would know that like, oh, that's probably not my dad texting from that phone because that's just not what he would say. And so in the same way, if I was texting behind your best friend's phone, you'd probably notice that like I'm using like different slang or eventually you'd be like, oh, she just doesn't text like that or he just doesn't text like that, right? And so why, why would you notice? Because I would say stuff that you know your best friend would probably never say. And it's not because you're hearing my voice, by the way. You're not hearing this like manly, raspy voice and you're talking to like a girl behind the screen. Like, you've, it just reminds me that if you know God by his word, you know exactly what he would say. So if you're in prayer with him and you get a thought in your head and it's like, oh, I should probably steal this or I should probably still resent this person or I should probably still hate this person or I should probably still be drinking and doing things that I'm not supposed to be doing. You know that that's not a thought from God because God would never say that to you. And so if you're in his word and you're having this knowledge of his word, you get to know him and you get to know his character, right? And so in the same way that you're texting your friend, use that with the word of God and use that with your prayer with him. And so you might be thinking about like another practical application that you could do this for. And so one of the things that Claire and I were kind of talking about is the Acts prayer model. And it's a really cool way of just going about prayer in your everyday life. And so it's basically an abbreviation, the Acts prayer model. And the A, I think it's written out in your sermon notes, but the A stands for adoration, which is praising God for who he is. C is for confession, confess your sins in ways you've fallen short. T is for thanksgiving, thank God for forgiving us and all he has done for us. S is for supplication, asking God for his help in our requests, help to meet our needs, solve our problems, and just work in somebody else's life that needs help. And so today... I kind of wanted to just give you an example of what that could look like. I'm not, I'm not going to ask you guys to, like, close your eyes and we have to, like, I don't know, cross our hands and stuff. Because sometimes, like, you can just pray out loud and I could just look you in the eye and just pray out loud with you. And so I didn't, like, I didn't write this down. I didn't think of this beforehand because I wouldn't expect you guys to think about your prayers beforehand either. And so I'm kind of just going to go about saying how I would say, like, an Acts prayer for you. Adoration. Lord, I'm so thankful to be here today, to just be standing here and just be amidst all of your power because it's by your strength and your grace that I'm standing right here today because I was sick and bedridden like a couple days ago and somehow I'm able to be here today and it's something that I can't understand. I can't grasp your power. Confession. I confess that I'm a sinner. I have fallen short so many times, it's not even funny. I am so broken, and I just like, I'm a sinner. And I know that you guys can relate to that. We're all broken. And I confess that I acknowledge it. I confess that I recognize that I'm a sinner. And that I can stand here and say it, and that we can just like acknowledge that. Thanksgiving. Thanksgiving. 
Thank you, God, for forgiving me because of that. Thank you for forgiving me because even though I'm broken and even though I sin and even though I constantly fall short every single day of my life, you still forgive me. You still want to be here. You still want to be in my presence and you still have died for me. Like that doesn't change. And I thank you so much for that. Supplication. I, I need your help, Lord. And more than, more than me needing your help, I, I want your help. I want it. And I want everyone here to want it too. I need your help with healing. I'm still sick. I'm not 100%. I need your help with the rest of this sermon. What I'm about to preach, I pray that you just continue to speak through me right now. I pray that you're opening the ears of people right now as they're listening and that you just remind them that there's something that you want them to hear right now. And I just ask you for your help in all that. In Jesus' name, amen. Just a little example of the next prayer. <laughs> so, um, yeah, and as I mentioned before, I had been on uh, a few missions trips, and this other missions trip that I had got to go on last summer was to Poland. And I don't, I don't speak any Polish, by the way. I know nothing. Well, I know some, but I don't, I don't really know Polish. Um, but when I got out there, I got to really learn about intentionality. And I got to learn that despite the fact that I don't speak any Polish, I still got to be intentional with these people despite a language barrier between us, which is crazy. And it's because I was able to go out there with a servant heart and still be intentional and still serve and still do all these things despite a whole language barrier. And so I want to ask you, have you noticed the intentionality behind your words? Have you noticed the intentionality behind your words? I know that for me, I'm, I'm like a big little things person. I like the way that like, the wind can flow sometimes or the birds chirp and all the little things about my day, they kind of like accumulate and eventually it's like, oh, all of these little things added up and it becomes like this big thing that I get to pray about at the end of my day. And those are all materialistic things, right? But it's also in what we say. And so it's the little things that we say throughout our day that can become a big thing. And so I wanted to talk about today the difference between praying versus manifesting. And I know you might think it's like such a little difference in, in wording and stuff, but that's why we're talking about a little bit about being intentional. And so have you noticed or has somebody ever told you actually that like, oh, I'm manifesting that for you. Like, oh, I, just, I manifest that for, for that to happen to you. Like you're going into a test or you're trying to get tickets for something. I don't know. You're just trying to, you're trying to get something and somebody's like, oh, I just, I manifest that for you. So I want to talk about the difference between praying versus manifesting. And I know that manifesting has grown extremely popular at school and in today's age. And it's just popular in our culture right now. And if you're unfamiliar with what manifesting is, it's basically functions along the idea that if you think or you say something enough, it's going to happen. And so you're going to speak it into existence. You can speak it into existence for yourself. That's basically what manifesting is. And so here is where prayer and manifesting are different. Manifesting, 
puts the focus on yourself, but prayer points the focus on God. Manifesting promotes the idea that you have the power to make differences in the world. But prayer humbly recognizes that only God's power can redeem this world. And so something I was thinking about, I was like, dang, I just think manifesting relies a lot on feelings. And when somebody tells you, like, oh, I'm manifesting that for you, they're kind of telling you, like, oh, I feel like this is going to happen to you, right? But feelings, feelings are faulty. And I don't know about you, but... I've, I've been hurt before by feelings. I get hurt before. I get deceived by feelings all the time with people. Like feelings are just faulty. And so it's important to remember that feelings fail and manifesting gives into that leaning into our own understanding. And so I want you to know that prayer is a choice. It's not a feeling. God, he's a choice. He's not a feeling. And so, yeah, our our hearts can deceive us, but Jesus chose the cross. And in the same way that we want to live like him, we got to choose prayer, and we have to choose God in the same way that he chose the cross. Because Jesus choosing the cross basically just describes his pure love for us in every way possible. And that's him choosing the cross, that's not a feeling, that's a fact. And so... He chose to die for us. And in 1 Corinthians 13, 4 through 7, it says, Love is patient. Love is kind. It does not envy. It does not boast. It is not proud. It does not dishonor others. It is not self-seeking. It is not easily angered. It keeps no record of wrongs. Love does not delight in evil, but rejoices with the truth. It always protects, always trusts, always hopes, always perseveres. I was in HSM once when somebody told me to replace the word love with God. And if God is so patient and God is so kind and God is so loving and God is so trusting and God always perseveres, we have to humbly recognize that we should be able to choose him because he chose us. He chose to die for us. And so this is kind of like one of my last topics, um, but I'm going to be honest with you. I, I didn't come here to tell you, like, the t- and to make the title of my series, like, Pray Without Seizing because it's easy. Like, it was never my intention to get up here and tell you, like, if you pray without seizing and you de- do that Acts model that I just did, like, you'll be fine. Like, go home already. Sorry, I didn't <laughs> mean to say that. Please don't go home, actually. But um, so I didn't mean to come here and tell you that it's easy because it's not. And so a few weeks ago, actually, I was sitting on my bed, and I'm pretty sure I was just on my phone. I don't, I don't know what I was doing, but my mom walks in. And she basically comes inside, she sits back, like, bedside, I don't know, and she tells me, like, Jazz, you've been through a lot. You carry a heavy heart a lot of the time, and you don't show it, but I want you to know that you're navigating graciously, and I'm proud of you. And so today, I want to tell each and every one of you 
that you're all navigating graciously, and I'm proud of you. And God's proud of you. And your life group leaders are proud of you. And Pastor Claire is proud of you. And there's so many people in this room that are proud of you for the way that you're navigating right now. And so if you decide to listen to prayer as one of the commandments from God's word that we are asked to do continually and without stopping, you can't be surprised if when you're praying to God and he's asking you to make sacrifices. You can't be surprised when you're praying to God and you're asking him, like, hey, Lord, like, please just, just remove this problem. Like, remove this person, actually. Remove this situation. Like, I don't want it anymore. Like, I need you to remove it. And he's telling you, like, actually, I want to just make a way for you to get through it. I'm going to make you a vessel instead. And so when you're in constant communication with him, you're going to be able to discern that. You're going to be able to tell when he's, when he's telling you this. You're going to be able to want to listen. But you have to be in constant communication with him. So in Ephesians 1, 16 through 18, it says, I have not stopped thanking God for you. I pray for you constantly, asking God the glorious Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, to give you spiritual wisdom and insight so that you might grow in your knowledge of God. So if you're having trouble figuring out, like, gosh, what, what do I even pray for? Like, what am I even thankful for? I don't, I don't know where to even start, like, with what to be thankful for. Um, did, you guys, did you guys see the, the sunset outside today? Well, it was pretty. <laughs> it was orange. <laughs> Did you guys feel the blessing when you got to eat today? You got to get dressed. You got to come to church. You got to ride. You got to sing your seats right now. Did you, did you like, see that blessing? And so take notice that it's a privilege that we get to go to life groups right now. And we get to pray with each other about so many little blessings, right? Because if you don't know what to thank God for, start with Ephesians 1, 16 through 18. I have not stopped thanking God for you. And look to your right and look to your life group. Your life group is surrounding you to be an ear for you. And guess what? You just being here in your life group, you get to be an ear for your life group. And you're making a difference just by sitting here and being an ear for somebody. And so... This week's life group challenge is about journaling a prayer to God using the Acts prayer model. And so I just, I really encourage you guys to do this. Um, it didn't have to be super complicated. I literally did it on the spot, what was on my heart. And that's what, that's really what we want you guys to do. Just pray what's on your heart. Use that. Um, and I'm just going to go ahead and pray us out. So, Lord, I am so grateful that we just got to feel your presence tonight, Lord. You spoke through me, and I got through this message, and I am just so grateful that I got to have you through it and that you just opened the ears of everyone here to listen. I pray that our life groups are so fruitful, that you just allow conversations about prayer, that you just speak to somebody here who wants to start praying continually, who wants that constant communication with you, who wants to learn about it. Lord, we need you, we want you, and we're so excited to continue worshiping you throughout this week, throughout our days, and we're just so grateful for you. In Jesus' name, amen.